This is Valley Views, our weekly conversation with influential and interesting folks from around the Wet Mountain Valley. Today on Valley Views, we're visiting with Jay Prince, Custer County Commissioner, originally from Connecticut. Jay graduated from University of Oklahoma, received an MBA from University of Dallas, and a law degree from Texas A&M. He's worked in New Orleans, Houston, and Fort Worth, had his own company before moving to the Wet Mountain Valley. Jay, welcome to the program. Well, thanks so much for having me. So, bouncing around Louisiana and Texas, how did you find this place? Well, when the state of Texas decided they were going to put a freeway through the middle of my little office building in Texas, um, at the time, aside from still running my little oil and gas business, I also was a hard-charging attorney in the courtroom every day. And I went home and told my wife, they're building a freeway right through my building. And I said, we need to find another one. She looked at me and says, no, you don't. You need to retire. So we spent a year traveling around looking to where we would go. I missed the, now Connecticut doesn't have mountains like Colorado, but it does have mountains much better than Texas. So we spent a year traveling around southern Colorado. When I stumbled into Westcliff, I said, this is my home. Let's go find a house. And we did. A lot of similar stories for folks mm-hmm. in the Valley. So let's uh, talk a bit about your uh, your new job, which is uh, county commissioner. You've been on, on the job since about the first of the year. Right. Actually, we were sworn in on January 10th. So we don't have a huge amount of experience under my belt, but we have taken on multiple major projects that are going on. Um, we found the county appeared to have been, um, and I don't mean to throw anybody under the bus who's been a commissioner before, but a lot of in- infrastructure was ignored because money was screaming elsewhere, um, and we're tackling a lot of the infrastructure buildings that in deplorable condition and things like that. Would you say infrastructure is the key challenge that the community faces, or are there other things? Oh, no. That's just that's one of the many, many, many. The budget in the county is a little over $6 million. I look at it as a $6 million company. It's the way I run it, and what I mean by that is the revenue comes from taxes as opposed to sale of a product or service but we still need to provide what we do to our constituency, the folks of Custer County. We had no performance appraisals, no job descriptions. There was no methodology of handling personnel issues other than just wing it, and that's not acceptable with 80-some-odd folks working for the county. We found needs that were just incredible that we're taking extremely seriously. On a personal level, when one thinks about, hey, I could become a county commissioner, you have a, this vision in your mind. What was a um, surprise when you finally got into the job, something you didn't expect? Yeah, that's a great question. And I'm still kind of scratch my head all the time over this. I came with the desire to really try and help the community. The most important thing for all of the commissioners, and it's very important for your listeners to know, nobody wants to change what we have here. We want this to be a small mountain town without significant industry, without a lot of people moving here, without swimming pools in the backyard and air conditionings in our home. We want Westcliff, Silvercliff, and the entire county to remain 
this wonderful, wonderful hidden gem that we have. So the goal of the commissioners is to help the progress of the county because we need money. The roads need to be fixed. The hospital needs to continue. The library needs books. I mean, it's just so much needs to be done and everything is money. So the, the tricky part of this is to balance how to increase our revenues without changing what is going on in the lifestyle that we live in. And I want to make it very clear, there is no intention of raising taxes. We're finding other ways to do it. So economic development is extremely important, but it has to be the right kind. We don't want to have a big industry come in here. But if we can get good, strong internets, we can attract businesses that work from home or storefronts that we'll collect taxes from. We will be able to. And that money could be used for the betterment of the community. So we've, 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 it, the management is very careful. And to answer your question directly, I was very surprised at the naysayers that come and say, how dare you attempt to make any change whatsoever. <laughs> I've had people come up and scream at me because I suggest that the county needs, uh, for example, um, job description of employees and that kind of thing. I, that kind of surprised me. <laughs> so, uh, number one on the requirements for commissioner ought to be thick skin or some kind of tortoise shell. I suspect that, boy, that's just my that's just that my is by my far the truth. <laughs> and unfortunately, you would think, being an attorney and a trial attorney, I would have a very thick skin, and I do in most cases. But when I'm personally attacked, um, and it's a very, very, very small number of people, but when you're personally attacked and lies are said and anything to get someone's agenda done, it's difficult. And I'm learning to cope with it. And, you know, that's just the way it is. Uh, You know, I feel bad for those people. But, you know, I do what I need to do for the bit of this community. Always, always, always. Let me get to something specific. Right now you're involved with a new initiative uh, of upgrading the county's approach to building codes. Uh, Both of the towns have uh, building codes, and they've settled on the 2006 International Building and Fire Codes, I understand. Uh, so they're both doing it the same way. Uh, so you're, you're looking at the county and said, eh, let's sort of expand this, I think. What, what are the pros of this proposal? Right, and I appreciate you bringing that up because this is a major initiative I'm under right now. There are some folks who are feeling, how dare government tell me what to do on my property? But what I want to make very clear is that both Silvercliff and Westcliff have followed the exact same code. Uh, Mike Carter in Silvercliff and Roger Camper in, excuse me, Mike Carter in Westcliff and uh, um, Roger Camper in Silvercliff are the building inspectors. They follow a 2006 International Building and Fire Code because it built in enormous amount of safety for the building. However, it's not overbearing and overstructured, so they're protecting the folks. What I learned was, and and I knew this before I became a commissioner, and this is something I campaigned on, is that we really need to look at doing the same thing in the county. Um, I had heard of several houses, three to be exact, where in our 50 and 60 and 80 mile an hour whirlwinds, the actual roofs were blown off houses when the The insurance company came. They found that the roofs were never attached right. They didn't have hurricane straps, and here we need those. So I said, well, why weren't these inspected and learned that there was no inspection in the county? So the towns have it. What I'd like to do is have 
entire Custer County under the same building and zoning code, fire code. And I think that's just imperative for the safety. Someone moves into the area, they, they look at a beautiful home, they say, oh, what a nice home. They can't see behind the walls. They have no idea if the structure is built. They don't know if the slab is the right thickness with our freezing and defrosting will crack the slab. They don't know if the roof was put on properly. You just don't know. And even getting an independent inspector after the fact can't see that. Now, if I can, um, let me just clarify a couple things. By state law, every single structure, even in the county, has a, um, a plumbing inspection and an electrical inspection. That's by law. Our county, Custer County, does have an inspector for septic system. But that's as far as it goes. So with having these inspections, it will, you will be buying a better product, what's built. The house will have a higher resale value. More people will be able to buy a house because when we speak with the lenders, and we spoke to Wendy Rusk, and she concurred with this, that if I know there's a building inspection done, I'm, I'm liable to loan much more money on the house with much less down. So it's affordable for more people. Um, home insurance prices go down significantly if it's been an independently inspected. And there are several other reasons I could go into, and I'd be happy to, mm-hmm. but I know we're pressed for time. How many counties within Colorado have a, a building code? My guess is most probably do. Right. The United States, almost every county, including Colorado, has a building code. Of the 68 counties in in uh, Colorado, seven do not have building codes. Those seven are all agricultural, very, very sparsely populated humanly, uh, a lot of cattle. And all the others have it. In the United States, it's less than 1% of the counties do not have uh, a building code. Hmm. It's hard to find any of these things that are black and white. There's always shades of gray. There's always two sides to a coin. What are the cons for, mm-hmm. for this? And I appreciate that because you're absolutely right. There's two sides to every issue. The first thing you have to realize is once a building code comes in place, now the government has stepped in, Custer County, saying, I'm going to restrict you from doing anything you want on your property. This is a very significant thing that we're asking to do. As with any law or any regulation, we're taking away someone's right. But we have to look at it in terms of, is is the right for all the people or the next one who owns your house to be more specific, more important than your right to put up the substandard house? The downside is the government is going to tell you what to do. You can't just do anything you want, but we're doing it for the health and the safety of you and the people who own the house or inherit the house mm-hmm. down the road. You said before that uh, there are some cost benefits to having a building code, but there's probably a downside on a building code in that there's some costs involved. Absolutely correct. As I said earlier, just to reiterate, more people will be able to buy a house because they'll have. You can buy a house, for example, with five or ten percent down if there's if it was built under code, where most lenders are not interested in even talking to you unless you can put twenty or percent or more down on buying a house. That cuts a bunch of people out of the home buying market because they don't have the cash to put as a down payment and also your insurance is down. But on the other hand, and there's always another hand, the cost of building a house will rise slightly. And when I say slightly, I'm talking about approximately $1,000. I I checked this with um, uh, Jackie Hobby, who's our county um, zoning and planning officer. I also spoke to two other counties and they all said, yeah, you can anticipate about $1,000 extra. 
I know Facebook has some people who are absolutely opposed to this, where they will lie and tell you anything, saying it's $30,000, it's going to raise the price of the house. That is just not true. Please do your own research rather than believe what you read on, on mm-hmm. Facebook and other social media. What are the next uh, steps in the process? Does the the uh, Planning and Zoning Committee get involved with this? Yes, absolutely. In fact, the Zoning and Planning Committee of Custer County currently has the commissioners, I, I don't want to use the word mandate, but we're asking them to come back to us with what they feel would be an appropriate way to have a building code in Custer County. They are doing their work now. This just went to them last week. Uh, they will come back to the commissioners um, with a recommendation. But prior to that, they will hold open meetings so that people can voice their approval or disapproval of the idea. And ultimately, the commissioners will make the final decision. But like I said earlier, the commissioners work for the constituency. And if we truly feel that, that the people who live in Custer County do not want a building code, we won't enact one. I, I'm kind of surprised if that were to happen, but it's certainly a possibility. So if folks were interested in uh, keeping up on this and finding out the latest, uh, what would you suggest? Well, there's going to be a number of ways. I just put up a website, excuse me, not a website. It's a Facebook page um, called Commissioner Prince dash What's Up. I update it every couple of days. I welcome your comments. In there, I talk about the building codes. I'm going to tell you I'm biased for it. I think for the safety and health of the people and the other reasons that we're talking about, it's something that should be, should have been here a long time ago. And I will give the pros and cons. I'm delighted to hear people tell me this is not something they want if they don't. But we're going to have to come up with some kind of solution to this. But uh, that Facebook page is, uh, again, Commissioner Prince dash what's up. Um, please ask to to come on to it, and uh, I would be delighted to hear from everybody. And folks are always welcome to the commissioners' meetings. And and yes, that is absolutely true. And what we implemented a couple of months back is every commissioner meeting, every single word said, every sneeze, every burp, everything else that happens in that meeting, it is um, recorded onto the commissioner page. You can go listen to every single word that takes place in the commissioner meeting. And I urge you to do that. I also urge you to come to the meetings yourself. We always will accept anybody's comments on any issue, even after the public comment period. If someone raises their hand and says, can I ask a question or can I make a comment? You're always welcome to do that. I, again, the three commissioners all say we work for you. We have no hidden agenda. We just want to do what's best for the majority of the people in the community. So folks can go on your Facebook page. They yep. can come to the meetings. Yep. Or they can find the meetings recorded after the fact. Plenty plenty of options for Abs- getting, getting in there. So Absolutely. Great. Uh, Jay, thanks for coming in today to talk about this uh, recent initiative so that folks can uh, find out a little more about that. Time moves fast and we're about out of time. So uh, let me just say thanks for coming by today. Thanks so much for letting me get the word out. And I encourage all of your listeners to attend, get involved, ask questions, complain, tell us when we do well, tell us when we do bad, just get involved and help us get it done right. That's what we want to do. Great. We've been visiting with Jay Prince, Custer County Commissioner on Valley Views. My name's Gary. We'll see you next time. You've been listening to Valley Views on KLZR 91.7 FM. 
Valley Views airs Tuesdays and Thursdays at 7 a.m. and 4 p.m. and again on Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Send your ideas and comments to comments at klzr.org. Valley Views is produced by the volunteers of KLZR 91.7 FM. I'm walking on a rainbow with my feet on solid ground. 